Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. There's a guy that sells clothes to me in Nigeria. I mean, Bishop, you know, that you saw in the announcement for the conference. Bishop's been telling him, man, you need to pastor. You need to become a pastor. Because the guy's mouth is too sweet. Amen. <laughs> he will make you spend more than you ever plan to spend. He will look at me and say, hey. Man, <laughs> huh? he said, God created you the day that he was happy. <laughs> he said, he must have made you on a Sunday. <laughs> so because my, my, my clothes just look so good. I mean, my clothes are not even as good. It's you that's making it. <laughs> You buy the whole store. <laughs> but when you don't understand that every breakthrough that will happen in your life, every miracle is through a relationship. You have to nurture your relationship and don't be so quick to fall out in offense with people. You learn to take the wrong. And wealth will come your way. Blessing will come your way. Miracles will happen for you. Come on, hallelujah. Glory to God. So whenever I meet that guy, I just make a decision. I am not going to spend more than this. He will get this fancy button. He will put it on me. He said, well, let me just, I said, no, don't put it, no, no, let me just put it on. <laughs> he said, oh. <laughs> He's just working me, working. And then he tell Bishop, come on, Bishop, tell the truth. <laughs> <What's this? laughs> Bible says in Galatians 4, he said the heir, though he's an heir, but so long as he remains a child, he differed nothing, even from a servant, though he be lord of all. See, it doesn't matter what God has for you, but if you keep up with your shenanigans, you will not be anything beyond a servant. Amen. Come on now. You must receive it today that God has ordained you to reign in life. Amen. I didn't ask you about your money. I didn't ask you whether you're married or not. I didn't ask you who you know and who you don't know. I'm speaking about what God said. Amen. That's what got me here. Praise God. Have to know who you are, not by your anger. Have to know who you are by your strength. Yeah. And God just told me to tell you. And you know who you are 
by what God allows to confront you. He's telling you you are stronger than you accept that you are. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. You are stronger than you think you are. You are powerful more than you think you are. You are wiser than you think you are. If God will allow that trial for you, it's because what is in you is greater. Hallelujah. This is not the kingdom we know you by your trinkets. This is the kingdom we know you by your victories. Amen. Your warfare determines who you are. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. When Bobby's mother was going through all that hell and high water, and they, they don't know whether, you know, he would go to school and don't know whether he would come home and their stuff would be outside. And then he would come home from school. Not only are there things not outside, but he would smell some food cooking. Because the mama kept saying, God will make a way. God will make a way. God will make a way. And he, in ignorance, was angry whenever the mama would say that. But yet she lived and died. And 25 years later, her prayers stood the test of time. Huh? God kept answering a dead woman's prayer. And here you are alive in this house this morning. What is wrong with your faith? Believe, receive in Jesus' name. Just tell me how the Bobby can tell a man. Huh? The guy, what is it? What kind of gun did he have? 45. A 45. 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's saying it the way he said it. Mine is, uh, you know, uh, Oscar Mayer. That's, that's, right, right, right. that's the real deal. <laughs> now, now watch that. And he turned around and told the guy, if you're a man, you pull that trigger. And he walked off. And the man couldn't pull it. Why couldn't he pull it? Because his mama prayed the destiny out. Mm. Every male, every male in his family died at 50 until he encountered me. And now he's 76. Seven. Hallelujah. Seventy-seven. None of them made it to fifty. But nobody else in his family made it to fifty. And resurrection broke the curse. So there is no doubt in anybody's mind that it was the prayers of his mama that kept him alive. The day came that he heard from God sinning. And God said, I have honored the prayers of your mother. And now that grace has run out. 
That's when he knew he had to get saved. Amen. He got saved. But what excites me is that the woman had been dead 25 years before God said that. She prayed out enough grace. She was dead, but she was reigning. And you are alive. You better believe you can reign. Everything is determined by your faith, by your faith, by your confessions, by your own attitudes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. By your worship. Let me read it to you again. He says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more. In other words, what he's about to say is greater than death. He's greater than sin. He's greater than Adam. He's greater than Eve. He said, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life. So, we must all devote time to study the messages I've already preached to you. Amen. Go back and watch them. Amen. Because you must have abundance of grace Amen. if you're going to reign. Amen. Yes. You can't reign by willpower. Come on now. Preach. Preach. Can't reign by, by uh, what do you call them things they do at the beginning of the year? By resolutions. New Year resolutions that you break before the first day is over. <laughs> no, no, no. You need grace. Abundance of it. Abundance of grace. And the gift of righteousness. So you will reign. And in the early messages, I showed you that grace is assessed by faith. But then I took you to Paul's testimony. A lot of my, the rest of my message on get out of the way, when I go back to it, I told you I'll be showing you Saul's and Paul's experiences. Yeah. Amen. So you can see who wrote it and how he reigned. Amen. You will see clearly that God did not shield him from the warfare. That's right. But God gave him victory yeah. in the warfare. Hallelujah. God did not stop them from stoning him. Yes. They stoned him and left him as dead. As soon as they left, resurrection hit him. He got back up. Hallelujah. And went back into the same city and preached. Many of God's people are in depression because they keep looking for life without a battle. Then what's the testimony that you're going against Satan? You should celebrate when you meet the devil head on. If you never meet the devil head on, it means you're going the same direction with him. It's when you turn around and say, wait a minute. Where did you think you were taking me? I'm back to my senses here. 
I may have been, I may have been lunatic for five minutes, but I can hear the word of resurrection in my head. I'm back to my senses, hallelujah. Now watch, 1 Timothy 1 verse 12, and I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who hath enabled me for that he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. You notice Paul didn't assume because he was a PhD and then he got saved. That that means he, he's automatically a preacher. He said, no, God put me. Amen. That's what I'm telling people. And when I see that you don't honor that, I know you don't know the Lord. Because you don't know what it costs. You don't know what it takes to get a chair in this kingdom. There are all kinds of flicks and flukes. Who cares? You can appoint yourself to anything you want. Go out of hell, print a card. But the devil will be chasing you and all the people that are following you. (laughs) Whenever I see someone and they tell me that the enemy is harassing them, I say, okay. That tells me one thing. You're not submitted to me. Amen. If you get out under my covering, the same God that's covering me, covering the whole church, will cover you. I pointed these armor bearers, and then after a week or two, they came and said, well, we don't know that we can do this. I said, why not? They said, well, since you told us to become armor bearers, these demons are harassing us. Even old devils are coming back. I said, oh, I know what the problem is. They said, what is it? I said, don't worry. Come upstairs. Come with me. I took them to the armor bearer's room, and I got oil and anointed all of them. So watch. I said, okay, now, Lord, cover them. Boom, they all fell out. I said, now you're home free. Amen. Since then, they're fine. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. That's the way the kingdom runs. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now watch. He says, he enabled me and he put me in the ministry who was before a blasphemer and a persecutor and injurious. But I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly. In It's a wonderful thing when a man recognizes he's been stupid. <laughs> Amen. He was zealous, but stupid. He was warring against the Lord. That's what I read to you last Sunday. You see, I'm not done with that text, but maybe I can use it here too. But, but, but watch, it's, it's, I celebrated Paul's breakthrough. Why? It is one thing for God to use life to knock you off your high horse, Amen. but he used the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. That's what David wrote. He said, let the righteous smite me. It shall be kindness. But the kisses of an enemy is deceitful. Let God use the glory to zap me into my right senses. I don't want him to use poverty. I don't want him to use lack. I don't want him to use demonic attack. Let him use the glory to knock me off my high horse. Who agrees with me? And then not Paul, he fell off his high horse. He said, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? I love this line. 
He said, who art thou, Lord? Ah, he understood. <laughs> he said, whoever can knock me out is a bad dude. <laughs> who are you, Lord? He said, I am Jesus. Hey, I am Jesus, who you've been persecuting. Huh? I am Jesus. I know the them said that uh, we are provoking Muslims. That's why they're killing Christians. Farthest thing from the truth. But it's Jesus they're persecuting. Amen. And I'm using the word. I said, okay, Lord, they're persecuting you. They're killing your children. I said, even if we are bad, we are better to you than them. Amen. Huh? Amen. I said, hey, judge them. Knock them off their high horse. Frustrate their weapons. Confuse them. Let my decrees work over there. Glory to God. Do for us what you did for Israel. Let their weapons turn against each other. But we need to see the hand of God in such practicums in this day and time. So the faith of the people will grow. God knocked him off the horse. He said, who are you, Lord? He said, I'm Jesus. He said, it's hard for you to kick against the pricks. In other words, what you've taken on is bigger than you. It's bigger than you. So when I make those statements that the liberals have no power, that's what I'm telling you. It's because the church doesn't understand. Preachers themselves don't understand. They went to these cemeteries. And they come out feeding death and hooping and getting people excited, but not giving them the word of God Amen. to live by. Man shall not live by bread, bread. but by that proceeded, proceeded out of the mouth of God. Shall man live? The word of God should give you life, give you an oath in your soul, give you strength, give you wisdom. Give you courage and power. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When God will open up his word to you, life comes. Life comes. I love it when I'm relating to people and they're reminding me of my covenant. God swore to me you will never be hungry again in this life. What can a seed produce? Hallelujah. I will get to that in the latter part of this message. Because I want to show you how abundance of grace is released. Many of you have sown seeds, but you don't have the understanding and the power behind the concept or the covenant and the strategy of it. Because you must, you know, use faith to activate your seed. Told you I drove up to a traffic light and and I saw this nice looking Caucasian woman, white blouse, blue jeans. And then she had a sign saying, We'll work for food. I said, This is a this a game. She looks too good to be doing this. And the Lord said, Don't judge. Do you know how many judgments you make? Amen. Some of you are pondering. The rest of you don't want to make eye contact. 
because you know you are guilty. Amen. <laughs> he said, don't judge. Give to her. So I started the church number. <laughs> I've asked you before, but let me ask you again. What was I digging for? Uh, <laughs> Some of this, you're speaking too much grammar. She said the smallest one. No, this one said one dollar. <laughs> Too much grammar. <laughs> I was digging for the dollar. Don't blame me. I was making 300 a month. So that dollar had weight. <laughs> mm, hey. this, that dollar had power. God said, no, give her the largest denomination you have. And it was 20s. I said, oh, okay. I obeyed. Because I consider it a privilege yes. to hear from God. Amen. That's why I get offended when you say something. I said, what do you mean something? It's a privilege for you to hear from God. Yes. It's a privilege to have an unction. Yes. Run and obey it. Yes. Miracles break out. Yes. I took out my money and handed her a 20. That's when I started thinking recently when I was thinking about that testimony. He said, that wasn't a woman. That was an angel. Because she said to me, God bless you. And the glory hit me in the head and went straight to me. I said, wait a minute, what kind of woman is this? If you get this much power, you won't be standing by the street and begging. Because that God bless you had so much power in it. That he should have provided whatever she needed. Hallelujah. I said, that's an angel faking me out. <laughs> and as soon as I drove off, God said to me, because you obeyed me, you will never be hungry again Hallelujah. in this life. Amen. <laughs> huh? Amen. Come on. I don't know why my testimony is don't move, you guys. I keep sharing it so you will believe. And stop doubting. Turn your head off. Believe the testimony of the Lord. Amen. Beloved, these messages are life changing. They're not row, 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 but they're giving you principles of personal breakthrough. The Bible commands us do not refrain from entertaining strangers. He said, because some, not everyone, some have entertained angels unawares. Grace is released to you. Look at one experience at a time when I was hurting that God swore to me that I will never be hungry again in this life. So when economies are going up and down, I am insular. When things are happening, I'm not concerned because he swore to me. Hey, you will never be hungry again in this life for one act of obedience. So there are several of you that must make corrections. First, you should never open your mouth and utter this stupid saying ever again in this life, something told me. 
You must honor the Holy Spirit. The unctions. It's a privilege, as I said in the message, that you can hear from God. And you treat what you're hearing as God speaking to you. And you act on it in faith. He may not come out and say, you will never go through this or this will never happen. Because I've obeyed him in so many other instances where nothing was said. But you never know when he will say what. <laughs> Hallelujah. Other things that demonstrated and manifested in your life. We're teaching you how to reign in life. So you're not clobbered by circumstances and clobbered by relationships and clobbered by these evil supervisors on the job and clobbered by relatives mean-spirited. Ones that hate you being saved and calling your church a cult. No, you rule and reign in life by listening to the Lord, obeying the unctions, and seeing the grace of God manifest in your life to testify that God is faithful and true in your life. Amen. And amen. Beloved, I can... You don't know how excited I am listening to these things because God is giving you practical answers how to win. How to win. If anybody's telling you not to tithe, that's an enemy. You should treat them as Jesus treated Peter when Peter was telling him he should not go to Jerusalem to suffer for our sins. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. If anybody's telling you not to sow seeds, a preacher is after your money. Rebuke them and get away from them. Because everything works in this kingdom by seed. Even the Lord Jesus was a seed sown by the Father to get all of us back. The food on your table is a seed sown. You are a seed sown in the womb of your mama. That's how you came out. A living being. Hallelujah. If you get away from seed, your life dries up. Remember, God doesn't pay every Friday. But he pays. Sometimes you've had seasons where you have sown and you look like, you know, nothing is happening. But the Bible tells you after many days. It says like casting your bread upon the water. It disintegrates and disappears. But it says it's coming back. <laughs> many of you, you, start, you need to start rejoicing over your seed. It's coming back. Stop quit listening to that enemy. It's coming back. Celebrate that your seed is returning with power. Hallelujah. As Jesus rose again with power by the glory of the Father to give life to the entire world. So would your seed roll out of that grave and produce unheard of miracles in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. This is such a powerful word. Powerful week. Call today 770-994-3777. Come and live under resurrection. Make a commitment to resurrection. Quit complaining about the length of the service. Is the glory directing it? Why you want these bumper sticker pambinambi services where you remain the same and nothing changes? And only your flesh is titillated. Come and sit under the glory. Let us be transformed together. Gotta go. God bless you. Don't forget Bible study tomorrow night. We're coming after every demon of unbelief, all those naysaying devils in your head, you're going to be a son, a mighty son of God in this generation. God bless you in Jesus' mighty name. 
Amen and amen.